Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, December 6, 2022. I am Solid Blue Sister, and this is My Turn to Talk. And I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. And anyone listening on any other streaming platforms, uh, um, uh, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, wherever you listen to your, um, get your streaming, welcome, welcome. Hey, Frankie, welcome. Hey, Shelby, welcome. Welcome to you both. Minnesota. Welcome, welcome. stop this and hold on one second guys I need to do one thing told you I got a new computer toy and I'm just trying to make sure I have everything set up correctly here okay so um let's see today I want to talk about dimming your light Do you dim your light for your spouse, partner, or friend? Do they always take center stage? Can you be you at at all times? So, um, you know, growing up, we all have varying friends. I mean, our friends have come, friends friends have gone, um, friends have remained. Um, But who were you in, in that crowd? Um, if you hung out, if you were part of a clique, were you always the follower? Were you the leader? Were, was there equal opportunity, <laughs> um, 
I don't know, was there equal opportunity spotlight? Um, I don't know. I'm just making that term up here. Um, you know, so were you that friend who was always in the shadows because that other friend was so overpowering? And overpowering may be a, a strong word to use, but um, was it always that one friend who got the uh, attention and everyone else was kind of um, relegated to the back? Um, in your family, if you were, um, okay, Shelby says, I was always in, in, in the shadow. Okay, so if you were... Um, uh, what do I want to say? If you were that family member or that sibling, um, were you the Peter Brady? You know, anybody remembers that episode on, on the Brady Bunch with Peter, with Peter Brady? You know, were you always the one that people didn't see? Were you always somebody's sister or somebody's brother? Someone's baby sister, someone's baby brother, you know, younger sister, younger. I mean, were you always that person? Um, are you still that, that person? When you are at work and there is, you know, you know, everyone is on the same level, but is it always that one coworker that always gets called out for doing a great job, but all of you all worked on the same project. So is it just the fact that these people are able to, for lack of a better word, I'm going to use the word promote, that they're able to promote themselves more, that you have those people who are just, you know, they're just, they're, people just gravitate to them. And for some people, that's not their, their fault. That's just how, how they are. You know, however their personality are, you know, however their personality is. But there are some people who who do crave that attention and, and they want it. You know, they don't want you getting the attention of someone else. You know, um, if you're in a, a relationship, does your partner, male or female, um, get upset if you get attention from either the opposite sex, the same sex, or, or anybody? Do they not want you to talk to anyone and if someone is talking to you it's like well what, what why are they talking to you but if, if those people are talking to that person it's not a big deal you know so um you know so that's 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 what i want to talk about you know people who um are in the shadows people who are on the back burner the people that people don't see. Welcome, um, Power Girl. You know, why Why is it that um, those people always seem to have to fight just a little harder to be seen? Now, in my family, it's just my sister and I now. Um, but even now, people in our family call me her baby sister which bugs me you know um if i call uh one of them they'll call her and say yeah your sister called me and you know she said this this and this and this and and we were talking about this you know 
not even, you know, I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just having a conversation, but they literally call and tell my sister, well, yeah, you know, she, she called and we talked about this, whatever. I'm like, seriously? So now, you know, I don't talk to those people anymore. I don't, you know, I don't call them. And they're like, well, how come you don't call me anymore? Because every time I call you, we have a conversation to report back to my sister. Seriously? And I'm how, how old now? <laughs> you know, I mean, some people may see that as cute. I, I don't. I'm not too. Far from it. <laughs> you know, so... Um, yeah, so why is it, you know, um, why is it that people are not seen? So, Shelby, when you say that you were always in in the shadow, um, was that because you preferred to be in, in the shadow? Or that's just the way it was, that, you know, people would come over and families come over for Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever, and, you know, Oh, hi. You know, and then they're talking to, to everyone else. You know, um, some people pre pre prefer it that, that way. You know, I know when I go to family functions, um, especially growing up, it was like, hi, how are you? And then it's like, I don't want to be, be seen. Just, you know, you all go do whatever. I was always the one who was going to the corner to read a book or something because that just wasn't my scene, you know. So, um so do you think that people, okay, my, my, my either. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, some people, you know, crave a, attention. Now, some people can say, well, Sally, you know, you have a, a podcast. Aren't you uh, uh, craving attention? No, actually, you know, I started this podcast because I wanted to talk about things that a lot of people did, did not want to talk about. You know, and um, that's why I'm doing this podcast, um, you know, um, just to talk about things that people whisper um, um, about. But, you know, um, but if I were walking down the street, do I want paparazzi following me? There are some people who enjoy that attention. Hey, hey, GP, welcome. You know, there are some people who enjoy the paparazzi. There are some people who enjoy being on, on camera. Look, you know, take my picture, take, take my picture. And there are some people who are like, you know, go over there. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't need to be on camera, but you have those people that do. So why do you think that... Um, you have people who need and crave that attention. And if that attention is going to someone else, like a partner, spouse, friend, sister, brother, mother, father, uncle, whatever, why do you think some people get upset? And I'm not even talking about, um, you know, people who get upset because, you know, you won a race or you won an academy award or you won a gold medal or something as simple as you just won you know a little ribbon at school people really get upset some people really don't like the spotlight being on other people they always want to do something to dim that light 
you know, why do you think that th that is? Um, is it that they're insecure? You know, that's the first word that I, I think of. Um, you know, um, you you just won the lottery. You know, um, you know. I mean, why why is it? You know, um, okay, and, and GP, you, you, you bring up a good point. So do you think that people who need to be the center of attention and they won the lottery that, hey, hey, Damien, welcome back. Um, do you think that people who just won the lottery um, and people who, who crave uh, attention, that they're the ones who are going around telling everybody that they won? Because if I won, I'm not telling anybody. But do you think that people who crave attention are the ones that if they win the lottery, they're the ones that, that are going around telling everybody that they won, you know? Um, I don't know. You know, and, and Damien says maybe, you know, and then, you know, um, when I say, can you be you at all times, when you're around these people who, dim your your light who crave attention who need to be center stage um do you find yourself turning into someone else do you find yourself being someone else just to please them as opposed to being yourself and if you do that are you diminishing yourself uh she says solid would you tell me when you won the lottery absolutely not absolutely not i would go and go and get um uh an attorney and i would um uh i would i would accept it without anyone knowing and since california is a state that um you know tells everyone you have to get a, get an attorney i think ohio is a state where if you won you can accept it on an anonymous basis but most states um you have to get an attorney to accept it um without everyone knowing Okay, and then Shelby says, I think the ones like you said that want to, that want to be known will will advertise they want. You know, um, I mean, why 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 is it it is that? I mean, why is it that you have that one parent that your child? Um, I mean, we all want to brag on our kids, but you have some some parents that just brag. Just I mean, you know. They just just overly brag, you know. Um, and you know why is that? Why is it that people, you know, even if they want to bring attention, even if they're bragging on you, and you may not want want the uh, attention, is it attention really for them, or is it for you? Let's see. Uh, Damien says, "I don't tell." anyone but i but there will be clues my gas tank, <laughs> my gas tank would be full be full <laughs> oh boy and shelby says i i know a set of parents like that you know so shelby is it that they are bragging on their kids or that they're bragging on themselves if that makes sense I mean, like, like like I said, we all brag on our kids. I mean, I know I I, I brag on, on on my son, you know, but I also know that, you know, he's that type of person that um, 
I know if we were at a party or something, I know to keep my mouth shut because he would give me that look like, I really wish you would stop, you know, um, don't or, 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 or don't do it, you know, but um, so, I mean, so I, I come back to why do people have the need to dim your light so theirs will shine brighter? And if you allow someone, hey, um, blind, w w welcome. So, and if you allow someone, so if, if they are dimming your light, are you uh, allowing them to do it? And if you're allowing them to, to do it, then can you really say anything or complain or get upset if they're always the ones who are taking center stage? Okay, Shelby says both. Uh, da, da, da. No problem. I'm always late getting started. No problem. Damien says, most parents their kids to show what a good parent they are, indirectly saying, I am a better parent than you. That's a good point. I, I never thought, thought of it like that. I am a better parent th th than you. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, there are some people who think that they are better parents or they think that you're a bad parent. I mean, I was told that I was a bad parent because uh, uh, we did a show and I said that I spanked my child. <laughs> you know, So I guess I'm a bad parent. <laughs> uh, let's see. I would in that instance, I would strike back with my child's achievements. You know what, Shelby? OK, you bring up another good, good, good point. All right. So. I have seen people where you say, well, my child, you know, won a gold medal and his little sister is only two and she just ran the, the 402 seconds, you know, whatever. And then people do come back and say, well, my child is this and my child is that. And then you have these parents who are going back and forth with their child's, you know, my child is better than your child. So are they really bragging on their child or on their children or are they bragging on themselves? <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting how you can look at things. Um, and, and so I come back to the word if are they insecure if you have someone who um is abusive to their wife or husband or children is that someone who they want to dim their light so they still shine that when they go out as a family and the rest of the family is not saying anything but here's this person who's the abuser is, is loud and boisterous and what have you and you know, um, you may think that all is, is well when when it's really not. Um, are people who are like that, do they tend to have, um, do they tend to have red flags? Like um, if someone is like that when you're dating them or if you're working with that person, that's that's your, your co co-worker or it's, or it's a friend and they show those tendencies to, um, always want to take center stage. Is that, is that a red flag for you later down the road? Maybe I shouldn't get into a relationship with this person. Maybe I, sh you know, they asked me to, to marry them and I'm seeing, you know, these red flags. They always want to be me, 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 me. Is that the person that you back away from? 
your coworker, you know, they're doing the same thing. Um, is that the person that you don't want to pair up with uh, if you're working on uh, something for work? You know, same same thing for, for school. Is that the person you don't want to pair up with on that science uh, 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 homework? Uh, because they always want to be the center of, of attention and all the credit may go to these people and not to you. Okay, uh, Shelly says they were, in my opinion, on themselves, nail on the head and insecurity. Yeah, okay. What what do haters do? Okay, GP, uh, welcome, o o Torres. Um, when you say what do haters do, what do you mean by what do haters do? Are you saying that haters, that people who tend to hate on some something tend to want attention is 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 that what you're saying so um you know and then people who are insecure um does that start from childhood if you always want to be the center of, of attention is it because you know, there were 12 kids in your family and you were, you know, never got a, a attention. Um, is it because you were the only child and got all the attention and you just carry it over into a, a adulthood? What if it were just two of you or three of you? Um, is that something that happens overnight or is that something that's been in the works for a while? And does your environment have anything to do with it? When I say your environment, I'm not just talking about your home life. I'm talking about, you know, people that you that you hung around when you were little, you know, um, maybe your environment now as as an adult. I mean, you weren't like that two years ago, but now, you know, two years later, you're a jerk. Um, you know, and again, OK, uh, Taurus says haters envy people that are full of life. I agree with that. I agree with that to a point, but I, but, but you're right. I, I think that, that they are, but Taurus, do you think that that is because they don't know how to live their life? And when I say live their life, I'm talking about, they don't know how to enjoy life. Like they see other people, you know, like, why is that person always smiling? Why is that person all always happy? And they want to try to, you know, dim your light, you know, when in fact, why don't you smile sometimes? Why don't you laugh? Why don't you? So is it, you know, they just don't know how. Uh, Shelby says, one intention intend to make the other person uh, uh, feel left out. Haters hate on others. Okay, you got it, GP. Um, da, da, da. I don't like to be uh, central attention. I just like to be heard. And jealousy. Okay. So you know, Torres, I think the majority of us just want to be heard. Um, you know, I don't have to be the center of, of, of attention, but can I at least, you know, say something? Um, you know, um, but 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 jealousy and yeah you know you don't want to be the center of, of attention but you just want to be heard hey, hey chill welcome um 
But even, you know, but even when you have those people who you know never speak up, like it's always that one person in, in the group who has a really soft voice and they really don't say much, whatever. But even when they do say that one thing, that when they very rarely speak up, sometimes, you know, you have that person who is always there to shut them down. You know, it's like, well, can they say something? You know, they never say anything. You know, oh, well, you know, you don't want to listen to them anyway, blah, 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 blah. You know, and then that person retreats back into, you know, their their, their shell. Okay, hold on, Shelby. Okay, Shelby wanted to come up. Hey, Shelby, welcome. Hello? Hey, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you now. Okay. Um, we all know that I have problems with a sister-in-law. And that's yes. most, of this, most of my comments are about um, this person has made my life a living hell, you know, as we know. And um, she and or her youngest and my youngest were in gymnastics, competitive gymnastics together. And from the time that they were small, I mean, they were very close in age. And um, from the time that they were small, they she tried to compare our kids together. And um, anything that her daughter done was better than what my daughter done. And um, now, mind you, there are three children on my mother-in-law's family. Um, but they... This sister-in-law would purposely leave my children out of any kind of outing or, you know, if they plan an outing with the kids, they purposely did not invite my kids or anything. So they grew up without their cousins on that side. Um, so to me, it's like they wanted all the attention for themselves. So was this the sister-in-law that wants the attention or it, it that that attitude fed down into the kids? Like now the kids are the same way. The, the kids are like that. Yeah, the kids are like that. Especially the one that's my youngest daughter, you know, that they grew up competing with each other. Oh, it's, she's awful. She is very, uh, she's awful. She's just like her mama. So, okay, so what do you do with, with people like that? I mean, do you think that one day, because uh, this is this is what I truly think, um, um, and I've seen it come to pass with some, with some kids. If children grow up like that, um, they'll get a wake-up call, not necessarily through their family, but through their peers. Like, if, if you're like yeah. that, you know, it's like all of a sudden you, you go to school and you're behaving like that and your peers are not going to deal with it. So sometimes that wake up call comes through your peers, not necessarily through your family. But you cannot always well, be I, the center of attention. I hate to say in our situation, her peers are just as stuck up as she is. <laughs> um, uh, in our situation, um, it took losing a family member um, but things did not get any better. So once again, Shelby, so 
what do you do? I mean, do you call that person out saying you don't always have to be the center of attention? Do you just ignore them? Do you just fall I've back and be known that, you know, they don't have to be that way. And so roundabout I, ways. So are they like that with, I mean, because people who, who are like that, they tend to be like that with, with people outside of the family or outside of their friendship group. Like they may be like that, you know, with within their friendship group, but they're also like that, you know, when they go to the store, you know, they have to, you know, oh my God, you know, how come there's no lettuce? And they have to make a big pr production over the fact that there's no lettuce or, or, or something like that. Um, well, I can say that where she used to work, they don't like her. And I just found that out the other day. So, um, it, it it was pretty bad. So Shelby, then I go to my last question. So when you're around your sister-in-law, are you you? I don't go around them anymore. Okay. Um, I, I just want to, I'm coming back to you, Shelby, but I just want to read what, what Damien says. He, he says, you can educate your child on the situation depending upon age. I agree with that. And Tori says, sometimes you got to accept people the way they are. Yes, you do have to accept them. And then that's when I'm like, I don't need to be around you. If that's the way you are, then, you know, I, you know, then that's fine. But I don't need to, to deal with it. So Shelby, so I, I ask you then when you um, uh, see Ellie says right choice, Shelby, if she is toxic. So when are you still when you were dealing with her, when you were going around her, were you you? Were you always you? I was always me, but I was always um, ignored. Or if I said anything, I was always looked at funny. Or like, why are you interjecting in our conversation type look? You know, I mean, um, from by her, not from everyone else, yeah. but by her. Yeah, by her, by her. So what would you do? Would you just not say anything and just? Yeah, I got to where I'd just sit in a corner. Was that by choice or were you intimidated? It was by choice. Okay. Because, you know, you get fed up after a while, you know, of getting dirty looks or, you know, knowing that you're being talked about in roundabout ways kind of hurts your feelings, you know, and mm -hmm. it just, it makes you faint. And I mean, you know, partially could have been that I was paranoid, but still, you know, you just, you get tired of it after a while. So Shelby, is there any, is there ever a situation where you would want to be the center of attention? And I'm not talking about, you know, if you get married or, you know, um, like I said, you win a gold medal or something like that. I mean, is there any time in, in your life when you, and I'm getting personal, if you don't want to answer me, you don't have to, um, that you wouldn't have liked to have been the center of attention? where you would have liked to have people say, look at me? Because I do no. think that we've always, I, I, I think at some level, we've all kind of been there, even if we were younger, maybe not necessarily in our uh, adult life. Uh-uh, I'm not that type of person. Okay, all right, all right. Um. So your child, your youngest one you said, who competed with the, with your sister-in-law's daughter. Um, 
is she like you where she just says, you know what, I'm not even going to bother with them? Um, now she's, she's seen, she has seen the light. You know, when she was younger, she was like, you know, why are they always like this, you know? And, uh, I just tell her, you know, you just have to overlook some people, you know? But, um, now she sees what it, you know, what they're like. And, uh, she's like, why did I ever think that I could, you know, bow down to her in other words you know which she was a very good gymnast i mean she won thousands of awards you know but she she would purposely lose different competitions just so her cousin can win those competitions well you said your your daughter would yes my daughter would just so her cousin could win but and her cousin would never do the same for her. Wait, but okay, but and the purpose of doing that was what? Just to bow down to her, you know, to make her look good. Cousin to look good. But you know, you know, when people, you know, I don't know how everyone else feels, but if you win something and it wasn't earned, if you win something because, you know, by default, um, you know, or like like Shelby, what your daughter did. You know, you know, she purposely would would you know lose a race. You know, so she would win. I couldn't. You know, for me, I couldn't be happy with that win. But at the same time, it's like you walk around and the person who's like, "Oh, I won! I won! I won!" Knowing damn good well that they didn't. It's like, don't you think that other people know that? you didn't win you know or if you you know win by you know you know if you have a a sports team and you win because the other team defaulted or they did something yes you're happy whatever but that was not a real win it was like okay you moved up to the next stage by default you did not win you did not earn it you would think that but she didn't think that okay okay she thought oh i outbeat my cousin Okay. You know, and Ellie that's how says, big of a head they have. Uh, Ellie says, that's unfair. Uh, Damon says, that's not healthy. And uh, Taurus, thank you for liking the show. Thank you, everyone, for liking the show. Okay, so, Shelby, do you think that you're, I'm, just, I'm not talking about the kids, I'm talking about the sister-in-law, that mm -hmm. here's that word, insecure. Because people do put people down because they're insecure. So do you think that your sister-in-law is an insecure person? She possibly could be, yeah. And does she treat other people the same way as she treats you or just you because she knows she can get away with it? And, you know, I couldn't really answer that because I really don't know. Because, you know, after a while, I got to where I just didn't care anymore. You know, you can sit there and tell somebody, I will they're just the greatest person and i'm like you know once you hear that enough you get tired of hearing that and i would walk literally walk away from the person i was talking to when they would say oh she's just this person in the world i'd roll my eyes and i'd walk away <laughs> I've, I've done that before yeah now gp says uh gen z standards generation z uh standards um 
you know, I mean, do you think that it is a, a generation thing that you have um, the younger generation is more of the me, 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 I want to be center stage and the older uh, generation, uh, the silent generation and the baby boomers and maybe some millennials are not like that? Because I, I think younger people do like to be center stage, but I think that you have a lot of older people who, I, I think younger people, and, and correct me if you guys think that I'm wrong, I think younger people want the attention of, you have your TikToks out there, you have your Instagrams, you have, you know, you have all these, these, these apps where they can be center stage. Whereas I think the older generation is more center stage where I'm the man of the house, you better listen to me. Um, or, you know, it's more of the old old school stuff as opposed to the new stuff. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to make sense, y'all. I I I am. I understand so. what you're saying. <laughs> okay, and Tori says uh bragging only means you're not used to having it. You really yeah. think that I mean, but okay, but some people brag because they're truly happy. I mean, some some people brag because they um like oh like oh my god I I finally won won this and they talk about it over and over and over and over and over. So is that bragging because you're happy and proud as opposed to bragging because well look at what I have and this is this and you know mine is sometimes, bigger than yours you know so you know sometimes you can find people that they're insecure. Okay. All like right. me, on the other hand, I don't brag because I'm insecure. I'm brag because I'm literally proud. I have a husband that goes out and works 12-hour shifts seven days a week. You know, and he very rarely takes a day off. I brag because I'm proud of him for doing that. Whereas okay. the ex-husband would hardly get off the couch to go to work for anything. Okay. All right. All right, and I have to say, y'all have heard me brag, <laughs> brag on my kid because I am proud of him. I am very proud of him. Okay, show me. I'm gonna move over to your buddy, Crucible. Okay. <laughs> well, you all say say it's it, it, it's your buddy, so I'm moving over to, to your buddy. Hello, Crucible. Welcome. Hey, Solid. Hey, Shelby. Hey, everyone. Um, yeah, you know, I think you can ascribe a lot of the Gen Z stuff. I get the Gen Zs and the Xs and the Ys. I get them mixed up because I'm old. But I think you can ascribe some of it. The word, the term, I should say, participation trophy has been overused, I think, in, in my view. But it's become a metaphor for those generations. I remember when I grew up in a, in a long ago period, I played a lot of sports and I'm talking 12 and 13 years old and we wanted to win and our coaches wanted to win. You should have seen these guys. My dad was a coach. Um, my friends' dads were coaches. These guys were the World War II generation guys and they didn't give an F about anything but winning. They didn't care if it was a softball game on a Sunday afternoon, a little league game, a basketball game. They did not care. They picked the best players and there was lots of tears. I was one of them a few times and we would 
go to war, so to speak, because we and the coaches wanted to win. When we lost a game, if anybody were to suggest that we were going to go out for ice cream, we would have had an open revolt. We would have been like, we just lost the damn game. And it was, you know, we were a little bit serious for 12 years old, but we didn't care about participating. We didn't care that we tried hard. We didn't care about any of that stuff, and neither did the coaches. So today, I think we have a different breed of parent who wants to shield their child from the irony is they're not shielding from any of the really pernicious things like social media platforms and the TikToks and the Instagrams of the world. That's what's really harming that generation. But they want to shield them from life's unpleasantries, which we all know is impossible. You can delay them, but you can't avoid them. So I think that sort of perpetuates that whole thing. But just to kind of close off with the insecurity thing, I mean, we're all insecure people. I'm insecure. Probably every person walking in the streets today is insecure on some level for some reason. We hide it because we're embarrassed by it, but it's part of our nature. What the problem comes in is when people want to exploit those insecurities for their own benefit or for their own stature, I think. And that's what I think you guys are referring to with, um, with Shelby and, 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 the, and the competition and whatnot. Um, you, you can't do that. I mean, it's not, it's not fair. It's not productive. It's not, it's not helpful. So I think that's probably where it started. But insecurities are part of life. It's when we exploit them in other people is when we start to become very destructive. Okay, so Crucible, I agree with you on some things and I disagree with you on some things. I know you're going to say, yes, you always do, whatever. But we um, had this topic or this line, this, we, were, we were talking about this as you, you brought something up with the participation trophies and what have you. We talked about this a, a couple weeks ago on a different show um, about do you give your children, um, I mean, Okay, so when you, I think that you should give your child a pat on the back if they try their best. Because the bottom line is you can't have a winner unless there's a loser. You can't be number one if there's if there's no number two. Um, but if you know that your kid tried really, really hard. And, you know, I'm not saying, you know, participation trophy or something, but you're not going to take him out for ice cream? Seriously? I mean, it's, 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 I mean, and, and, you know, when, when my son was, was playing soccer and when he was in Little League and my son was like the worst, he was not, my son is not into sports. He doesn't watch football. He couldn't even tell you who, I mean, he's 22, could not tell you, you know, he, he was always into art. That's all he ever wanted to do. Um, you know, but when, you know, I'm, I'm out there and I'm watching these parents just go at it, just really getting upset. And they would scream at my son, <laughs> you, know, you know, like, how come you're not hitting the ball? I mean, and he was in, 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 in Little League where he was like, when he was like four and five, they're yelling at him, whatever. And I'm like, don't yell at my kid, <laughs> you know, but you have these parents that are so in, involved like that. So it's like, is it for you? Or is it for the kid? Because to me, when you're in sports, um, I don't care if you're in sports. I don't care if you're in gymnastics. I don't care if you're in art school. I don't care what you're doing. When you're young, you're supposed to have fun. And I think that part of, you know, winning is fun. 
you know, but even if you lose, you, you should not be made to feel like you're just, oh my God, you lost your, you know, you're a bunch of crap and you want to go out for ice cream? How, how dare you? And you're 12. Now, if you're paying me $2 million a game, whatever, then you, if you want to yell, yell at me, okay. But we're talking about, you know, kids who are six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think that, you know, parents should encourage their children. And if they do a good job and they try hard, because if I'm going to get yelled at every time I don't win, guess what? I'm not going to put forth the effort. You know, um, and I don't want to put fear in my child because they didn't win or they didn't do this. I think that you should um, encourage your children. So what if they lose? You know, whatever. Again, it's a game. And yes, it is about, you know, competing and stuff like that. But still, it is a game. And a lot of these sports, these children's sports now, now that, you know, you have these these sports, you know, are, that are on TV and people are making money off of these kids now, you know, it's, it's, it's not fun anymore. So Kuzma, you can re respond to that. But first I want to officially welcome, um, I did not say an official welcome to Taurus. I don't think, I think I just welcome you in the thing, Ellie, uh, Juju, DMAC, and that's it. Uh, who else did I not give an official welcome to? Damien, I gave you your official welcome, Ellie. Okay, so Crucible, you want to re re respond back to that? Yeah, you make a good point. I mean, I'm I'm not necessarily defending the culture we had back, you know, back then, with the crazy coaches and the seriousness we had of the sport. There were definitely people that took it way too seriously, tried to live way too vicariously through their children, and it got ugly sometimes. I'm not condoning it but it was kind of the culture back then but you know i don't think there's anything wrong with with applauding your team or your kids for for trying hard you're not going to win every time i think there's a sportsmanship element that's important i think there's an accomplishment element that that says that results do matter there's a, a striving component that matters, but there's a results component that also matters as, as well. And that is things need to be earned in life and winning is important. Is Win, it okay, but okay, but winning is important. Okay, winning is important to who? And and, and at what point are, are you gonna tell someone who is eight years old who on who's on a little league, league team who is really probably just wants to have fun? You're going winning is Im, important. I'm sorry, I think that's the wrong signal to send to a child yes you do want to win but at the same time i don't want them to get up dreading like oh my god if we don't win the coach is is is, is going to yell at me winning is not Im important it's important to people who, who want to make money it's important to well, to, well let, me, let, me, so, let me stop you there let me stop you there i'm not condoning eight-year-olds being abused by being yelled at one that's a whole different ballgame i'm talking probably teenagers here and winning matters to people who play the game and who coach the game it may not matter to a spectator or to a casual observer but it matters to people who are spending their time and their effort to practice to get good at their craft winning matters okay. it does is it everything of course not but why get up in the morning if you're not going to strive to accomplish and succeed okay okay and you 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 make a good point but crucible then let let me ask this so if you had a kid who was probably been my kid who just wanted to be on the team to have fun would you not want him on the team just because he wanted to have fun and he wasn't all into the whole winning thing and let's say he's 50 he's 50 he's 15 years old i just want to have fun I just want to hang out and have and have fun. 
And I'm fine with that. Not everybody's going to be a serious athlete. Not everybody is a serious okay, athlete. Okay, so then and winning, so winning may not be necessarily important to... No, not necessarily, but he's a part of a larger enterprise yes. to which winning is important. Yes, but, but what I'm saying is, so are you going to diss the person who who may not have your same values when it comes to the whole winning thing? No, I would not. No, I, I completely respect that we have to have fun. We're out here for not just accomplishment, but for sportsmanship, for the learning, for the camaraderie. There's all kinds of ancillary elements that come with sports that don't have anything to do with winning. I think it's important to emphasize we're here to win. That's why that's what our purpose. But if we don't, there are all kinds of other positive things that accrue to us as a result of this endeavor. I think that should be the lesson. Okay. Uh, Taurus says a lot of people fear reality, so they hide and live a double personality. Uh, see, Ellie, you're saying to Taurus, that's cool. I'm not really sure what you're referring to. Uh, Taurus says, at least you, you try and enjoy the, the game. What, what matters? That's what I'm saying. You know, if, if you try, you know, you, you try. Um, and then Damien <laughs> says, fear is a good motivator some, sometimes. Uh, uh, da, da, da. Thank you all for liking the show again. Ellie says, you should raise your child to be a warrior, fight for achieving things instead of making them aware of dangers uh, ahead. And parents, and uh, GP says, parents get in fistfights at kids' games all the time. Bad decision. Yes, GP. Yes. You know, I mean, seriously, it's like I would be embarrassed if my parents got into a fight at a game. I mean, seriously, it really is not that serious. Um, winning and losing is very important. I'm sorry, Damien, like, like I just said to the crucible. Uh, uh, so yeah. So Shelby, I'm going to come back to you. Um, you want to add anything, agree with crucible, push back on them, agree with me, push back on me, anybody in the chat. Hey, crucible. Um, I want to say, um, that I, I agree, but disagree. Um, it's good to teach your child that, you know, that it's, it's important for the sportsmanship, but it, winning is not everything. I mean, you have to teach the child good sportsmanship and to appreciate the competition. But, you know, you also have to teach that child, hey, you're not going to be able to win at every single thing. But you also have to teach that child that just because they do lose, that, you know, it's not the end of the world. You know, so, you're not going to die because you didn't win. So, Shelby, okay, so with, with that said, I'm sticking to my topic here. So are you going to dim a child's life or a child's light, I'm sorry, light on that team just because you know, they were up at, at bat and they could have made the, the winning run or whatever, or they were playing soccer or whatever, and they, you know, didn't get the goal or they didn't stop it, whatever. Are you going to dim their light by telling them, you know, you're a loser, you're this? I mean, because there are some parents that do tell their kids that they are losers, you know? Um, so, are, I mean, because that's another way of, 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 of dimming someone's light. So is it the fact that, you know, you know, are you really pissed off at them or are you, pissed off because you the parent or you the coach did not get that win 
that you didn't get it. So you're going to take it out on someone else. So you're going to make them feel less, less than. Well, my child, my middle child did play soccer. And yes, there was many a goal she did not make. But I'm not going to make her, I did not make her feel belittled or anything because she missed it, you know, or didn't make it. I mean, that's just not something you, that hurts a child's ego to do that. Yes, it does. You know, yes, you know, yes, it does. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I grew up with parents who, they had my back when it was, you know, sports, which I, you know, you know, any, anything that I was in, it was like, did you try your best? And right. was, was usually was what my, my, my dad always says, you know, did you try your, 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 your best, you know, and they knew, you know, you know, if I did, well, you know, you, you, you got up there and you didn't, you know, do, do your best. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. You know, whatever. But, you know, but many times, you know, when I did, and to me, it made me a stronger person. I don't want to be that. I don't, I, I'm glad I don't have didn't have parents who were like, you should have done this. You should have done that. What? You want ice cream? No, hell, hell no. You know, and, mm -hmm. and I don't want to be that parent. And I wasn't that parent, you know, um, and I think people make mistakes like that, but that's just me. And um, Crucible, I want to direct something that Ellie says to you. Crucible, my parents did the wrong things. They always warning me. Now, I'm assuming that she may be, Ellie, I'm just going to say, are you referring to when you said you should raise your child to be a warrior, fight for achieving things instead of making them aware of dangers ahead. So, Crucible, uh, hey, hey, Caps, welcome. Uh, being realistic to my four kids, when they feel less when I tell them why I'm sure, at least, yes, there are more important things uh, in failure. Children should be reasonable to admit unwilling events and try to think as problem solvers instead of acting sentimentally. Uh, okay, but so. I also want to say something else. Now, when my daughter did play, she also knew after the game she would come to me and she'd say, Mom, I did not play up to par, I could probably made that goal, but I just didn't, you know. So, when they get older like that, they know, you know, that whether they played a good game or whether they played a bad game, you know. But when they're little like that, you can't sit there and say, Oh my gosh, you didn't make that go. What's wrong with you? We're not doing this because you didn't make that go. You can't do that because they're in their formative years. And I agree with you 100%. And Crucible, I'm coming to you, but let me recap real quick. You have to let them know where they stand as well. People don't understand that. Okay, Crucible. Shelby makes some good points. That's one of the things that people don't understand about sports, particularly if people don't necessarily care for sports and i i appreciate that a lot of not, not everybody does but there's a reason that kids play sports that parents want their kids to play sports at such a young age not only is it good exercise and it gives them you know get some meeting meeting other kids and get some socializing all the things that come with that but one of the things that you guys both touched on you know when you call your kids a loser because they've lost or something that's about as cruel as it gets but one of the things about playing sports is i as I'm sitting here pounding the drum about how important winning is, it's really important to learn how to lose. Because let's face it, 
we're 15, 16 years old when we're playing sports. We haven't even begun to taste life's, you know, boot at the side of our, in the back of our pants. We haven't even begun to get kicked in the teeth yet. We haven't even begun to find out how cruel the world can be and that we're not always going to win. In fact, on a percentage basis, I think if you go throughout the course of your life, your winning percentage might be down in the 20 percentile range and you're losing the rest of the time. That's just the way the law of averages break. So when somebody says things like, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser, that's just such macho BS because it is important to learn how to lose. It's important to deal with setbacks. It's important to deal with disappointment. Like Shelby said about her daughter, her daughter was savvy enough to know she didn't play up to par. She acknowledged it, but she learned a lesson. So there's all kinds of benefits that come from playing sports that shouldn't include dimming somebody's light. They should say, yeah, you did your best, you lost, but next time, look what you learned. So there's all kinds of opportunities to build character through losing. Because when you win, we don't really we'll learn anything, do we? Things are easy when we win in life. We don't stop to reevaluate anything because it came so easy. The only time we take stock usually is when we're dealing with setbacks. And sports is an early way to deal with setbacks. Oh, okay. Um, that phrase that you said, somebody used it on a, on one of the previous shows. I'm gonna have to go back, I'm gonna have to, to listen to it. Um, show me a loser and show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. I think you should know how to be a good loser because everybody cannot win. Everybody is not going to win. And like I said, you can't be number you can't be number one if there's no number two. You know, and um, you know your children do have to know what it's like to lose, but like like Ellie says, you know, if you can't teach them your, your children, you know, or you can scare them. I mean, I don't want to scare, scare, scare my my kid, but I think that there is a such thing as being a graceful loser. You don't have to be that loser that gets upset, you know, and screaming and howling and you're acting like your parents or that coach who is getting, you know, when a kid sees a, a coach or a parent jump up and down and get all upset because you lost, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's like, what happens if it's something really serious and I lose, you know, you know, is the whole world going to stop? Am I going to prison? You know, I just don't think that winning is that Im Im important? I understand that you are part of a group of people who want to win, whatever. But if you don't, so what? And I say, even, I mean, you know, because at the end of the day, and I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback on what, what I'm about to say, you have the Super Bowl. Millions and millions and millions and billions of dollars go into that every single year. Okay. You have one team that is going to lose. Every, both teams are not going to win. One team is going to come home a loser. But you know what? They're, 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 they're still getting paid. You know, so they lost. Okay, so what? You know, I mean, I, you know, we're this, this society is so into win, 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 whatever, you know, and that's when I go back to that you're dimming someone else's light, that we're so, you know, is it is it for you? Or is it for them? Are you taking away from them because you want to be center stage? Because you want to be that parent who has that kid that, yeah, my kid made the the, the, the winning, you know, um, hit or whatever it is. I mean, is it for them or is it for you? Uh, Damien says children should be uh, 
taught to be accountable and humble from a young age, losing teachers' humility and sometimes accountability, which could instill values in them to work harder for the next event. Yes, yes, Damien. So that's why I'm saying winning is not singularly important. Winning is not very important. And Cap says you have to lose to win in all factors of life. And I have done, you guys, I have done so many projects over the years. I have had businesses where I have started and they have failed and I didn't even get out the gate, whatever, you know, but you, you, you learn and you pick yourself up, whatever, you know, somebody wanted to call and call me a loser. Fine. Okay. That, that's fine. You know, but at least I'm picking myself up and I'm moving forward, you know, so life is full of stops, starts, whatever, you know, until I have a business now that is doing incredible so cap says if you avoid that from your kids they're going to be shocked in real life yes they are uh hold on uh crucible uh cap says i have four kids he hates losing i have four kids he he hates losing on a game for example he hates it but he slowly gets over it because we are there to guide him winners great leaders uh sometimes uh ellie says never label your children like you are a liar loser jealous if he lie to you that doesn't mean he is a liar if he lied to you that doesn't mean he is a liar i haven't been thinking about that cap says but being a sore loser is um not good i'm gonna use that get over it if you uh ellie says if you call your children lie encourage them to lie more okay ellie you're you're, you're losing me here if you call your children a lot oh you're encouraging them to lie more okay all right Okay, good good parenting to uh, to camps crucible. Yeah, I just real quick. I think the only loser you could only time you can label somebody a loser is if they refuse to try again. To your point about your businesses or the other projects or whatnot, you lost that time. That doesn't make you a loser. Losers are people who refuse to try again. That would be my only characterization, because getting up, if you don't get up, you're dead because everybody gets knocked down. It's how, it's what, oh, I'm, I'm gonna botch this saying, but it's not how bad you blow it, it's how well you recover. We're all gonna blow it from time to time, but the, the real transgression comes when you stop trying. Okay. Shelby, you've been wanting to say something. <laughs> I, I agree with that, Crucible. Um, you know, we, you were talking about like, pro ball you know solid that there has to be a loser and you're right there has to be a loser but it's all in how you perceive it they're still going to get paid no matter what their pay is not going to be as much as the winner no but they're still going to get paid right and and this is what i'm saying because when you you know, whether you're going into that Super Bowl, you're going into that NBA championship, whatever, you're going to that soccer match, whatever. When you leave that locker room, you have to know that somebody is coming back, number one, and somebody is coming back, number two. Okay. And it may not right. be be you. And that's why we don't win with, with athletes when people get all like, oh, my God, they lost. Them. Oh, I mean, I understand that people bet on games and stuff like that. But at the end of the day. You know, it it doesn't it doesn't matter to me because I'm not getting anything out of somebody winning or losing. But those when you're at that level, they are still getting paid, you know. Um, right. But I do believe that, you know. At a young age, 
you don't need a coach or a parent telling you that you should have won, especially when you're young. I don't care if you're 12, 13. I mean, I, I just, I, 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 I just don't. Um, um, they don't need to hear that. Um, and also, you know, it just shows, you know, your parents and coaches, I mean, to have parents literally get into fist fights over, I mean, at a children's game, I'm talking about, we're talking a lot of these, like I said, little kids. I mean, he be like, kids, people were yelling at, at, at my son. You know, it's like he was really the worst person. And that's on the team. like on the parents. You know, what you know, but I'm like, you know, seriously, you're gonna yell at this four and five five-year-old kid because he he sh- struck out all all, all the time, <laughs> but he struck out. <laughs> he was, he was bad. You know, but I'm just saying, you know, um, I was that parent who when you know I'm standing on on the sideline and every child that came back in from striking out whatever i'm like good 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 try good try i was that parent you know because my parents did did that for for me and my friends so you know i think i turned out okay so anyway um guys we're at the 105 mark uh let's see let me look at these parents these parents these comments here um Ellie says, I meant that we should not label them as a liar, loser, in effect, on their subconscious. Okay, got it, Ellie. Um, Cap says, I have to mess things up in order to prototype a job. If I don't, if I don't, I don't know how to, to get it right. Never mind wrong in engineering terms. You know, and you do have to mess some things up. You do have to screw some things up in order to, to, to get it right. You know, so yeah, we learn through our own mistakes most inventions, Ellie says, and never smashed their confidence. The day I started drawing, my dad told me, if you don't look for a real job, you would end up a painter in the park who draws portraits and gets small wish, but I didn't take it seriously. Well, Ellie, I'm going to support your artistic endeavors because my son is an artist and I support him 100%. If he wants to go into the park to to paint, then he can go into the park to paint. Okay, so last word, Shelby. I just think that, you know, we should, really, we should be more in tune in how our kids feel. I mean, you know, we we as parents need to take in consideration now than what, how we were raised. Because like Crucible said, we were raised, you know, that competition was everything and that winning was everything no matter what you know and now they they don't do that but we need to consider our kids feelings if they do lose not baby them you know and and say or not i didn't mean baby them not you know can um condemn them but to say you know well you know you're 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 gonna be okay you know, it's not the end of the world that you didn't win. That's all I have to say. If that made sense. <laughs> no, it 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 did. It 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 did make sense. Uh Cap says I always respect and be around my four kids who want to lose. They are able 14, 13, 12, and 9, and they know because we 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 tell them. And and I'm gonna tell y'all, and y'all have heard this before that. My son was in one race where he was, um, it was uh, inter-school 
race or whatever when before he was homeschooled and he was in third third grade and he it was seven runners he and and he every he kept he would say mom i'm i'm gonna he says if i don't come in first i'm gonna at least come in at least two three or four i said oh, oh okay okay whatever and he went out there and he was trying his best my son was so far behind. I mean, <laughs> literally, it was one of those things where you almost want to like turn out the lights and you have that one kid that's whatever. But he he crossed the line, whatever. He was he was upset, whatever. But I was like, you you finished, you tried, because I saw how hard he he was trying. You know, he, my son is just <laughs> not a sports person, but I'm not gonna call him a loser. I'm not gonna say, oh my god, you didn't win. I wouldn't say say that to, to anybody's kid. So Crucible, last words. Yeah, as far as the dimming of anybody's light, I don't think it's right under any circumstances. I mean, there's there's ways to correct behavior, but I think anytime someone's dimming somebody's light, it's for their own benefit. It's not a constructive undertaking. But you know, back to the to the dimming of the light and, and losing. You know, whether whether it's a setback, whether we lose a job, whether we lose a relationship, um, whether our sports team lost, that's a much more trivial issue. But whatever the, 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 the topic is in life, when we lose or we have a setback, we, we don't forget how that feeling was. And I think there's, a, there's a, a, an element of, of learning in the losing because when we feel that way, we, we tell ourselves, I never want to feel this way again. Of course, we're going to, and we do. But at that time, when it's still fresh in our hearts and our minds, we vow to never feel that way again. We win, and that feeling is so fleeting that we don't really, it doesn't really resonate with us. We expect to win, but when we don't win, that's when we take stock. So I think there's all kinds of lessons to be learned from setbacks, but there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. And dimming somebody's light for your own purposes is definitely a way not to do it. But this was a fun topic. Well, thank you, Crucible. And everyone, um, I appreciate you guys coming. I really, really do everyone uh thank you i hope to see you tomorrow my some welcome um we are <laughs> ending but welcome and again you guys enjoy the rest of your day or evening wherever you are in the world and i hope to see you tomorrow and go where the wind takes you bye <laughs>